Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from today, restaurant equipment auction featuring Baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions. There are a lot of them coming up at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Russell Wilson is back in the news again. Thank God. He uh, talked to Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete podcast. Wilson discussed many different things, including what could be his last days as the Broncos quarterback. Listen, it's a business. You got to be also non-emotional about it, too, at the same time. You also know that there's ebbs and flows to it. You know, winning heals all wounds. To me, it's really focusing about being the best version of me, being prepared. And no matter what, you control what you can control. So my mindset right now where I am is where I am, and I'd love to be there, you know, love to win. And that's what I came there to do is win more Super Bowls. And so if, if it's not there, though, I got to go to a place that we're going to win again. Right. You know, that's, that's what matters. I believe him in what he is saying. Totally. Control what you can control is a wonderful way to go through life. But with this, full disclosure here, you know why we ran this clip? We had to. It's our job. Because the public consumption for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos is 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 an appetite that is insatiable. It's a bottomless pit. It really is. So we ran it, got it out of the way. But do you really care anymore considering how we know this story is going to end? I mean, did we really learn that much except for we heard Russell Wilson say what he's really been saying for the last two years? You know, I, I thought about this last night as this was all uh, dropping. To me, it's another effort by Russ to kind of control the narrative when the inevitable is right around the corner. Get his version of it out there. I'm not saying his version is wrong. I think that on, if you put the this story down the middle and the Broncos on one side and Russ and his team on the other, Russ is probably on the right side of this thing, at least from a PR standpoint. Let let, let me add to that for a Mm -hmm. second. I've been covering the Broncos since 2004. And one thing the Broncos staff does better than anybody I've ever been associated with in professional sports. I'm not here to brag about my resume, but I've covered 14 professional sports teams. So that's a pretty good sample sure. size. No one controls the message better than that media relations staff led by Patrick Smythe and Eric Schubert. Preceding them, Jim Sakamano, mm-hmm. who those guys learned from. Oh, the best in the business. Greg Penner really needs to listen to what Patrick Smythe has to say. Because since Sean Payton has taken over, they have lost the message on everything. Yeah, they've been behind they don't behind get, the story. They don't get in front of anything. Nope. When Von Miller had his P test and he tested positive, 
what did they do? They put Vaughn right center stage at training camp to talk about it. They are very, very good at that. That's not the way Sean Payton wants it. Nope. Certainly Patrick Smythe and that media relations staff has been neutered. And I don't care. I don't mind filling the vacuum. You don't mind filling the vacuum. Nobody minds filling the vacuum. They were great at filling the vacuum. And now they are on the wrong side of a PR mistake with the NFLPA and any free agent that might consider coming here. I agree. Greg and Kerry, you're doing it wrong. The One of the best things that you had here was a system of PR people that know how to handle damage control. And you're letting Sean Payton run damage control. And it is damaging this organization in the eyes of the NFLPA and possibly its players. And I have absolutely no doubt that this was the timing of this uh, is so conspicuous because Russ is about to be cut. And I'm sure that there was an outreach made and, you know, what a good time to get Russ out in front of this um, for one last salvo. Think it was an accident that he happened to do it heading into March, heading into the combine? Very measured. Yes. Absolutely calculated. That's smart PR. You're damn right it is. It sure is. Because what's everyone talking about this morning? And we'll be talking about all day. Turn on the radio anywhere you want on the dial. Conversation will be very similar. Here's the funny thing, and we will talk about this in the next segment. Russell also laid out what he believes what happened when the Broncos approached Mm -hmm. him about his contract and his injury situation. And they thought about benching him for the rest of the season. And then he said, Sean said, Hey, don't worry about it. That's fine. You know, who's defending the Broncos today, Mike Kliss and good for him because he does have the facts. He came out and said, Hey, listen, the NFL did not say, according to Russ, Mm -hmm. that this was okay. The NFL did not say that. The media should not be defending the Broncos. The Broncos should be defending the Broncos, yet they remain silent. Mm -hmm. And again, Russell Wilson is very good at controlling a narrative through his people. So with that, what exactly did Russell say about how this soon-to-be divorce began? I, by the way, will also be curious to see what happens tomorrow. Yes, it'll be when very Sean and George are asked about this. Are they going to deflect and move on, or are they going to address it, which is what they should do specifically? What did Russ say? That's next. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. 
experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, week from today, restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Yes, it is breakfast time. Never too early to start thinking about lunch or dinner. Tell me how this sounds when you go to Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. They have something on the menu called the heart attack, which doesn't sound good, but it's delicious. Two jalapeno cheddar biscuits topped with bacon, pulled pork, shredded cheese, two eggs over easy, and then they pour homemade sausage gravy on top. I know you're a vegetarian, but for those that are not, it's really good. And they have so many great things on the menu at Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Go check them out off of 36 and Pecos. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. So you just heard Russell Wilson talk about his future in Denver. It's not like it's something we haven't heard before. But he also gave more details about what happened between him and the Broncos when the team allegedly threatened to bench him if he didn't get rid of his injury guarantee for the season. And that, of course, happened at the midway point of the season. And so we beat Green Bay, Kansas City. We beat them. And uh, as you mentioned, that's when, as you mentioned earlier, that's when I got that call. And I was like, I'm confused what's going on. And I didn't believe it at first. I was like, this, this can't be real. And I got that call that, hey, we're going to bench you for the next nine games if you, know, you don't change the injury guarantee. So for me... But, but be clear here, they... It's, it's not, they don't want to bench you because of play. They're saying they're benching you because they want you to take out the injury guarantee. Yeah, they want, they, yeah, they want to re- push back my injury guarantee and remove it for that rest of the year. So that way, if I get injured, that they don't have to pay it. But that's why as a player, it doesn't even make sense to do that because you think of those Alex Smith moments. And it, hell, you can even go back to college like Willis McGahee, I believe it was, uh, at the U. One of his last games going into NFL, he tears everything in, or maybe it's Frank Gore, everything in their knee. I didn't want to set a, a precedent for players to remove their injury guarantees, too, as well. And so it, it was, it was no way I was going to do that. And so when they said that we're, we're going to bench, we're going to bench, I said, all right, that, that's what you want to do. Bro, that's like extortion. Uh, how, like, you got the NFL PA involved attorneys involved like obviously well, like, I, I didn't want to but then then they kept saying all the way throughout the week so then you know my agent talked to the NFLPA the NFLPA called me they asked you know and then they, they talked to the NFL the NFL was like this can't you can't this is illegal you can't do this and so then you know all the way throughout Saturday so I was just like sitting here I didn't know if I was going to play the following week. we had Monday night football 
against the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. the following week. So I'm like, am I going to play? Am I not? Like, so 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 like, so you got Russell Wilson in his camp, and then you got the Denver Broncos. Everybody looking at each other. Who's going to make the first move? You going to sign? You gonna take it? No, I, I wasn't going to do it. He I wasn't going to blink. No shot. I, <laughs> I ain't taking my injury guarantee. But so now I'm sitting there, like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. So then the whole week, all and I get back on Monday. I still don't know necessarily what's going to happen. And uh, on that on that Monday, that's when I meet with Sean, and Sean's like, hey. Don't forget like nothing happened. We're just, you're going to play this week against Buffalo. We got a big game against Buffalo. You got to go win on Monday Night Football. And I'm like, all right. All right. I mean, <clears throat> uh, the uh, fractured relationship between franchise and franchise quarterback. It's farcical for me to see some of the pushback against Russ and his contract and people being so flippant about a contract that was negotiated by the Broncos for Russell Wilson. And everybody crossed their T's, dotted their I's, did all of their due diligence. And then, oh, well, by the way, now we need you to drop this amount of guaranteed money. Who the hell is going to do that? And by the way, Russell is right in one thing, because what he said is something that Nolan Arenado told me a long time Mm. ago. And people told me how Nolan felt about setting a precedent. Even though players in the NFL use their helmet and don't try and hurt other players, but they want to win. If somebody gets injured, they don't want somebody to be hurt permanently, but they wouldn't mind knocking somebody out of a game. When it comes to contracts, players protect each other. Yes, they do. They don't want to be the guy that sets the precedent for getting rid of an injury clause. Exactly. Because then another team is going to say, well, Russell Wilson did it. He is protecting his own guys. Mm -hmm. He is protecting the guys in that fraternity. So I don't look at that point as a throwaway line. Well, Russ is just being Russ because he's so nice. No, there's truth to that. Yeah. Because most players don't want to screw other players either. No. Absolutely not. And that was a deal that was negotiated in good faith between two parties. Why is it Russ's responsibility to all of a sudden now, when the goalpost is being moved, to start kicking it that way? It's just not, it's ridiculous. I watched a documentary last night. It was on CNN. It was about the fall of former presidential candidate um, Edwards, Mm -hmm. John Edwards. Yeah. On how had an affair. Yeah, went down south quickly. Yes. Um, You know, his wife had cancer. The woman he was with got pregnant. And they were just hoping that that story would just go away. That that's, he was advised, that's, this story is eventually just going to go away, 24-hour news cycle. Well, let's look at what the Avalanche did with Valerie Nichuchkin. They decided... We're not going to say anything at all, mm-hmm. and this story will eventually just go away. Well, the vacuum was filled by the media at that time, and eventually a story is going to die down, but it's still going to be remembered. But that's an internal thing with Val Nachuchkin about one of their players, and they treated him right, you could make the case. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't cut him from the team. No, nothing like that. But this situation is different because it could affect free agency. I talked to one agent about this and he said to me, I would never advise my client 
not to go to a team, his words, not mine, Mm -hmm. unless it's Carolina. (laughs) Okay? Right. But with that, he said he will give his guy, his client, all of the necessary information to make a decision about what team to go to if there is a decision to be made and there are multiple teams. And he said, I won't even hesitate to let them know how they did Russell Wilson. Of course not. All agents are going to do that. So unless the Broncos tomorrow with Sean Payton and George Payton try to at least equal the message of Russell Wilson or try and get ahead of that message, this is going to be hanging over this ownership group. There's no proactivity in the Broncos right now. No. None. There's, they're just, they just hope they just think and are hoping it's going to go away when they cut him, but this could have some aftershocks when it comes to signing free agents. Granted money is the most important thing. You bet. Guaranteed money matters, but there is also an eye in the back of your head thinking, are they going to be coming after me? Let's look at the history of the Broncos. Granted two different ownership groups. John Elway told Peyton Manning, we're going to get rid of you unless you take a $10 million pay cut. <laughs> right? Yep. Now, that was a different ownership group. Sure. And now you have this thing with Russell Wilson. The Broncos used to have one of the greatest reputations in all of sports, mainly because of winning. Also because of the way Pat Bolin treated his players when he was the owner in full making all of the decisions. But after he got sick, you know, Mike Shanahan gets fired, right? Then you bring in Peyton Manning. He's taking a $10 million pay cut. But now you have the new owners in place. And now you have this potential black eye where players are going to look at the Broncos and say, are you going to do to me what you did to Russell Wilson? To Russell Wilson. Right. I mean, you're a, you know, a... uh, a tight end, one of the one of the four tight ends in that room. I mean, no player's going to no, give away money right. and wave a clause in a sport where your average shelf life is about three years. Right. You want all the guaranteed money that you can get. I mean, what would have happened if Wilson went out there, waved the clause, blew out his knee, then he might not play next season at all, mm-hmm. and he gets nothing in return. What idiot would waive that clause? Right. Couldn't agree more. So to me, he's on the right side of the argument. It'll be very interesting to see how Peyton and Peyton handle things tomorrow. Very interesting. And you said it the right way, how they handle it, because clearly they're not taking the advice of their PR staff, which I'm guessing is talk about this. And then let's move on. Let's put out our truth. Unless they truly did something nefarious and they can't defend it knowing that they are actually lying. Although that hasn't stopped any executive or coach in the past. (laughs) Right. Well, it's a... Or player. it, It is... We're coming to a close of another very unfortunate chapter in the last, really now, eight years of the Denver Broncos with all kinds of different ways uh, to mix 
the brew, they have yet to come up with a palatable end to their means. There was a time when Mike Shanahan was the head coach <laughs> that, and I can speak for almost anybody in the media that covered Mike Shanahan, not back when they won Super Bowls, but when I started covering them back in 2004. It felt like every other week the name Harvey Steinberg was coming out of my mouth because somebody was getting in trouble. Yet the Broncos got ahead of that message for damage control. If they never address, I mean, when you look at like a 10, 15 year period of players on NFL teams that got arrested, the Broncos at one point were on top of that list. Mm. I mean, well on top of that list, but they're, Crisis management was so good that they found a way to limit the damage. Well, you and I talk about this a lot. Those guys are, and gals are about as good as anybody in the business, better than most. But I think they're being neutered uh, yes. by Sean Payton. Well, no question. Sean has his ways... Of doing things, and it is his way. I'm going to tell you what somebody in the organization said to me. Obviously, this is coming from an anonymous source who I know because they told me this. They said to me, I don't know if I want Sean Payton to know my name. Because if he knows my name, he might tell me what I'm doing wrong. But if I'm anonymous to him and I'm some invisible guy or gal, he's not going to pay any attention to me. But once he knows my name, I could be in his sights. <laughs> One way of doing things doesn't sound like a very productive way to me, but proof will be in the pudding. So I anxiously await tomorrow. I think it will be an interesting day. What do they do? Do you know what time those press conferences start? Um, no, they're in the morning. No, I mean during our show. Remember, they're two hours ahead. No, I'm not positive. I have to check again. And you want to be my sportscaster. Well, well done. Mm. Coming up after the break, we've talked enough about Russell Wilson. Let's talk about something positive. A guy who doesn't want to go anywhere. A guy who probably wants to retire here. And a guy who just put up another whole hum, 32 point, 16 rebound, six, 16 assists, and four steal effort. As the Nuggets beat the crap out of a really hot Golden State team. They've won three in a row since the All-Star break. I understand Portland isn't very good. The Washington Generals are not very good. I get it. But this team seems to be finding its footing. That's next. It's the perfect time of day. To throw. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. 
presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auction's Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle. At Eric Goodman. Week from today. Restaurant Equipment Auction. For Baker's Ovens. Range Ovens. Countertop and Floor Mixers. Ice Machines. Dining Room Furniture. And more. Auction is open. RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions. At RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Barring a major collapse, and I know we've talked about this way, way too much because it's a team game, not an individual game, how Nikola Jokic doesn't win his third MVP, it would be stunning to me after watching what he has done since the all-star break. Well, and there's no controversy about it now. There's really no, really, there's not a lot of conversation or dissent about who the guy is that's leading uh, as they head down the season stretch. It's Nikola Jokic, clearly, and no one else is really in the conversation. I mean, looking at his numbers, and I'm going to try and add them up quickly. So he scored, what, 90 he scored 62 points in three games, mm-hmm. okay? So he's averaging roughly 30 points a game, 16 rebounds, and 16 assists in three games. Now think about that. Right. And watching ESPN this morning, not even really a story. And isn't that great? And here's why. He's happy about because it. Because that's why. That's why. He's so unassuming that that's how he would prefer it to be. He proved that last year when he got so tired and publicly said, uh, this is this is not for me. I just he's not interested in all of the the smoke and the mirrors and all the attention that come with it. He just wants to play his damn basketball, take his daughter to a hockey game, have a little fun in life, win an NBA championship or play in the playoffs and then go back home and take care of his horses. I'm going to try and pick out a player from each of our four professional major sports teams. Nikola Jokic is similar to Nolan Arenado. Mm-hmm. He is similar to Joe Sackick, Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, sure. and Rod Smith. All stake, no sizzle, meaning they don't need to bring any attention upon themselves. No. Not and I obviously don't know Joe that well, but I know of him. Oh, Joe could care less. Couldn't care less. But you're right. Nolan Arnado, very unassuming superstar. Mm-hmm. Um Rod Smith, yeah, unassuming. Very unassuming. Superstar. No question. Hey, you're right. They're all very similar in the way that they handle things. Kale McCarr probably one of the five best players in the world, and you wouldn't know it. I'll give you a good Kale McCarr story. When Mandy and I went on our honeymoon, we went to Cabo. And then on the plane ride back from Cabo back to Denver, I'm sitting at my seat. I'm sitting on the aisle reading. I look up, and I said, Kale? 
and he was walking <laughs> by me. We were not sitting in first class. No. We were not sitting in business class. He's walking to the back with his luggage into coach just like we were. Mm-hmm. Nobody even talked to him. First of all, I don't think they really knew who he was because he was so young in his career. Yeah. And then he's standing at baggage claim by himself with his girlfriend, unassuming. Yeah. All that. I don't think he's changed a bit, to be no, really honest. Not one bit. Now, as for the Nuggets as a team, they're down by 15. I'm thinking, okay, are they going to mail this one in and chalk it up to a road loss? Or are they going to fight back? And my goodness, uh, it was Muhammad Ali against George Foreman. It was a rope-a-dope in the eighth round, and it was over as quickly as you could imagine. You know, it's a little bit like they kind of know the games that they need to make statements in. Don't you it's funny you should say that. They've won seven straight against the Warriors mm-hmm. and I can't remember the last time they lost to the Lakers. Seven straight against the seven or eight against the Lakers, right? Seven. Seven. Seven, yep. seven straight against the Lakers. Now you can so, now you can make the case that yes, Minnesota is better than the Lakers and the Warriors. Sure. And so is Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. You can certainly make that case. But when you're going up against a team in Golden State that does have Steph Curry, who, by the way, the Nuggets completely shut him down. He was beyond ineffective, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Well, one of ten from three does that for you. It does. When you live from three-point range. But, so. but when they want to play well, they're a dangerous team. Yes, they are. And they are still the defending champs. And honestly, um, you can make the case. Some would argue they are the best team in the West. The odds makers certainly believe that. But can you make a case that Oklahoma City's better? They've been better than the Nuggets this season. Yeah. But they haven't played in the playoffs yet. Exactly. And we will see. I don't know about Boston. I don't know about Milwaukee. We'll see if they go that far. But they are a team and we used to refer to them as a light switch team. They'll turn it on, turn it off. They have earned the benefit of the doubt now. Oh, yeah. But they know what that extra gear looks like. Yes, they and do. And that's the difference. No question about it. And the fact that they are able to call on it against a capable team that was playing good basketball. Really? They won 8-9. Yeah, and, and we're playing at home, and that you can summon it, like that and kick to another gear. I'm not yeah, I'm not even going to call it light switch. I'm just going to be I'm just going to call it playing well when they need to play well and they did it last night. It think was, about think about this for a second. They gave up what 36 points in 36 the, in the first quarter. And then they gave up 42 in the second half. Mhm. 42 in the second half yeah. after giving up 36 in the first quarter. That is a different gear. They were on a pace after the first quarter to give up 144 points and ended up giving up 103 after giving up 36 in the first quarter. Look, you can look at the triple doubles and all of and you know the scoring and things when this team defends, yeah, and rebounds and does that those types of things, they are a very difficult out. Very difficult out. And when Jokic and Murray are doing playoff Jokic and Murray like they were doing last night, right? that kind of reminds you of, oh, yeah, these guys are pretty damn good. Right. They were fantastic last night. 22 of 40 shooting, 
five of uh, 11, six of 11 from three-point range. They didn't miss a free throw between them. They were 10 for 10. Ah, Just, it goes on and on. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll tell you which quarterbacks will be throwing for scouts and which ones won't at the NFL Combine, and also further discuss the contributions last night from Christian Brown and Zeke Naji. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Week from today, restaurant equipment auction. For baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more, auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm. I procrastinated for a very long time about putting together either a will or a trust for my family. And once I started the process, I realized, why didn't I take care of this sooner? Because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. With that, good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What happens if you do nothing? What happens if people decide, you know what, I'm just going to keep putting this off and then boom, God forbid something happens and nothing is taken care of when you have a family? Well, it depends on what the something is. If you if you pass away, there are pretty clear rules in place. Um, they very rarely line up with what people tell me they want to do, but um, they are there and people figure it out. And so it's not ideal, but uh, there's still something. If there's something that happens is, you're hospitalized or in some way um, injured or incapacitated, but alive, that actually is a much harder situation and actually much more likely because there really aren't any rules. And uh, it's going to be a real mess for a family in court to figure out. You explained to me, because I said, hey, let's just set up a will. Mm -hmm. And you said, you know what? You might want to consider a trust. I didn't know anything about it at that time. But the more you started explaining it to me, the more I got confused. Not because you didn't explain it well. I just didn't know the difference. But after a while, the light bulb went on. I'm like, oh, my God, why in the world would I consider a will when a trust seems to be a much better option? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a trust, like, you know, I just I just compare it to like a company. You're just setting up a company, but for your personal stuff as opposed to like a business purpose. Right. So you've got your company that runs this radio show, for example. Like if you pass away, like it could keep going, like someone else could step in and uh, maybe, maybe try and fill your shoes. I don't know if that's really possible or not. Anybody but can fill my business. shoes, Dan, please. <laughs> Being way too complimentary. I went to Indiana. You went to Michigan. There's a difference. We both know that. <laughs> the, the business doesn't die whatever condition you're in, right? It can keep going. And that's what a trust sets up for your personal stuff. You put your stuff in this trust thing. You keep running it as long as you're alive and able, but it just enables someone to step in and run it without any sort of court process um, if anything comes up. If somebody's listening out there and they are single, let's say they are a man or a woman who's 28 years old and they're thinking, I'm 28. 
I don't have a family. I don't need to protect anybody. What advice would you give to them if you were sitting across the table from them? Um, you know, that's not true. You usually, but most, most people who are at that age in life, I mean, they're, they're, they got people relying on them. There's somebody out there that's relying on them. It might be their landlord <laughs> or right. other creditors, but, uh, there are people who, uh, you know, are depending on them. And then, um, you know, the stuff I just mentioned a couple of times here, the incapacity events, like you cannot, when you're 28, you cannot rely on the fact that your siblings or parents can step in and like direct your health care or take care of your bills or anything like that if they do not have written authorization to do it. That is a really tricky situation, actually. So um, they still they still need some documentation. And to put that into perspective, when my mother was sick before she passed away, I'm her son. I was mm-hmm. not allowed to talk to the doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, could, I could talk to them, but they did not give me any information. Yep. There was one person who was assigned... And I had to go through that person. I mean, the horror story we hear a lot is people whose kids have gone away to college and like, hey, that kid is not, you know, you're not entitled to their information anymore. And they just get a call in the middle of the night saying, your kid is on your insurance. We can't tell you what's happened, but we need the insurance information. So um, that is a terrible call to get. So, yeah. How do people find you? Uh, they can go to coplans.co on the web or call 888-COPLANS. By the way, I was just reading that uh, Michigan is sending 18 players to the Combine. Uh, yeah. if, you had, if you still had eligibility, would you have made it 19? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I was, uh, yes, I, I'm an amazing football player. So, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, well, you're yep. a great football fan. That's all you need. <laughs> no, no, no let, me, let me ask you seriously. Let me ask you seriously. Do you think the Broncos should try and find a way to get J.J. McCarthy? I mean, I think, you know, the, the offense he was in certainly did not display the full level of skills, and I think somebody is going to be pleasantly surprised with uh, how good he turns out. Pretty good answer. Yeah. Well, how does the world look through those blue and maize glasses? Uh, pretty good uh, right now. Pretty good. Mr. National <laughs> Champion. All right. Thanks, Dan. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. All right, guys. Just in case you missed it, Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels will not throw for teams at the NFL Combine and will wait until their pro days to throw and work out for scouts. And then on the other hand, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy all plan to throw in front of scouts at the Combine in Indy. Do you give much merit to the quarterback's decision to throw or not throw at the combine? No, no. I mean, as long as they throw somewhere, I mean, you know, they don't have. If you don't have to, if you're Caleb Williams, you don't have to do anything. You can sit on your couch and eat Cheetos, and you're still going to be the number one pick in the draft. For guys like Penix, he has to be there because of medicals. Bo Nix, he wants to be a first round pick. He better show up and do everything that he needs to do. If you are Jaden Daniels, you're still going to be top five, top six. Uh, if you're the kid out of North Carolina, Drake May, Drake May. you sure. probably don't have to show up. D- just show him the uh, TikTok video in which you threw the ball 80 yards and called your shot off the crossbar, mm-hmm. in which he did. 
their draft status is not going to be affected no. on what they do. Right. Agree. Those top guys have more to lose than to gain, right? No question. Yes. Rowan. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, last night Zeke Naji and Christian Brown gave the Nuggets great fourth quarter minutes playing with Jokic. Uh, both played great defense, and then Malone played Naji at the four alongside Jokic at the five. Uh, Christian Brown has looked better on both ends of the floor since the break. How encouraging was it to see those two step up at crucial points in the game? Yeah, it was great to see Christian Brown in particular knock down a three when they needed it, uh, hit one of his two from three-point range. They got good the four guys that you know are going to be counted on for bench depth had between them 19 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. That's production. That's that's good production. And we have seen that consistently now for the three games since the start of the season stretch. All right, just in case you missed, you got some news this morning. A longtime NFL writer and author of Football Morning in America, Peter King has called it a career after 44 years of covering the NFL. A big outpouring of support on social media from his peers that covered the NFL. Will Monday mornings ever be the same? Well, no, and I will say this. Um, it's rare, although not so much. When you, when you show me someone that has survived in this business for 44, 45 years, something like that, I'll show you a survivor and a chameleon. Someone that can do a lot of different things in a lot of different ways to kind of navigate what sometimes can be a sticky wicket. Peter King, in my experience with him only two or three different times, was the same way every time. Gracious with his time, willing to help, very good answering questions and explaining his answers. I I, I just thought, to me, he's a top rung guy. The media has changed dramatically over the last 30 years. If you wrote for a magazine like Sports Illustrated, you didn't think he was going anywhere. Right. Like Peter King. But then he had to reinvent himself to what he has done recently. What, Football Morning in yep. America? I don't know if he owns that. I'm guessing he certainly has a piece in it. Yeah. So he probably became entrepreneurial-ish with his skill set and found a way to reinvent himself. You can have a longtime guy on the radio. He gets fired, right? Then he starts a podcast. And now he's getting a million downloads a month. Finding a way to reinvent yourself using the same skill set is a real skill. Well said. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. They always have great specials on wine right now. Sake, Australian wines, New Zealand wines are all 15% off. Of course, you can find them off of Colfax. You want to order online. ArgonautLiquor.com. Order off their app as well. Nobody does it better than Argonaut Wine and Liquor. And don't forget, on Saturday, March 2nd, coming up this Saturday, they're going to do a wine tasting. That's going to do it for us. Great job, Gordon. Same with you, Alex. Bruce, you were spectacularly marginal. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make the best possible day you can. There's so much trauma in my life. I've been so cold to the ones who love me, baby. I look back now and I realize. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. 
Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.